Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Hey, welcome back to They Don't Buy It, the show where I interview my friends about what it means to follow Jesus and what it means to disagree but still be in community. And sometimes you have to give up your need to be right to be right with each other. And so um, this show is so much fun. I really love uh, introducing a lot of my friends to you. And the reason we're doing each guest as two episodes is so that we don't have to rush through some of these conversations. Uh, And so we can dive deeper into some topics that are maybe difficult to talk about and maybe get vulnerable um, and I hope that you're enjoying this show. If you are, please share it with somebody and please leave a review. It helps us to get this in front of more people. That said, we're back with another interview with Joseph. He talks about his incredible story um, and uh, just the the love that he's got for his family and for his dream that he's pursuing uh, and living out. And uh, if you didn't last week, uh, I will get on to you this week. Go check out his music. You have to. You have to do it. It's a requirement. So actually stop this episode right now and go listen to at least one of his songs. Uh, Just a phenomenal musician, even better person. Great, great friend. Uh, Here is part two of my interview with Joseph. Thanks for doing this, dude. Absolutely. I appreciate your uh, vulnerability so far. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, What else you got to do today? Uh, Just family stuff. My mom, I mean, my mom, my my mother-in-law, you know, she in town. She's staying with us. So that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Yeah, man. Um, I made time just for you. Shoot, man. Thanks. What do you guys do for Thanksgiving? Uh, run around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my mom, she always cooks. And then we go to uh, my my wife and our spiritual father. We go to his, his place. And so mm. we get soul food. And then we go get Puerto Rican food. So <laughs> nice. I love that. Where are you guys going mm-hmm. to church down there? Uh, Social Dallas, Pastor Robert okay. Madu's church. Mm-hmm. It's a new oh, church. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I got you. I got yeah, you. So we've been there since uh, November 2020. Oh okay. Yeah. It's blown for up sure. now, but it wasn't that big at first. <laughs> sure, 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 yeah. sure. Because when you guys were in Springfield, you guys were going to Second Baptist. Mm-mm, high Street. That's what I meant. Yeah, yep. High Street, High Street Baptist. Um. Yeah, because I I would see you there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would go occasionally. Yeah, um, yeah. Were you okay? So we leave Evangel. You and I left Evangel at the same time too. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like Twin. beginning of yeah, they're like <laughs> end of 2013, beginning of 2014. Yeah. Um, and uh, were you like? <laughs> What did faith look like outside of college for you? 
because like uh, you it, and I didn't have a lot of faith talks. I mean, yeah. you know, I know it's in, like it's it's so entwined with your music and what you're doing. Um, and I would see you at High Street every once in a while, but like, yeah. what did the next couple of years look like for you? Man, it was a it was a struggle, honestly. Um, like I said, real life hit. Yeah, you know, and and uh, when you have unhealed trauma, you resort back to like what you know to cope. Right. And yeah. So for me, you know, um, cause I, we do this thing, we do this thing in church, bro, where we, uh, we put on the, the mat, the church mask, like we put on the, you know what I'm saying? The church yeah. clothes for, you know, and, and we know how to play church. So yeah. I just, I knew how to play church really good. You know, yeah. I knew how to play church really good, but I, I wasn't healing from the stuff I had gone through in my past. I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of it, me or my wife. And so, you know, after I finished playing ball, you know, I've dedicated my yeah, entire- Go go further into that if you can. What do you mean you weren't aware part? of it? The, like the trauma? Yeah. Like yeah, it just, just wasn't, sure. This is gotcha. this normal. This is what everybody go through this. From where I'm from, like gotcha. in my community, we all For go through sure. this. We all lose homies. Yeah. nobody parents is together we all come up in poverty like no one teaches is, you how to grieve because you just there is like, no grief normal yeah there's no grief you know okay. and so okay you know uh like all of this it's normal so we don't yeah. we don't even think about it as trauma you know and so the first like i i had been depressed a couple times in my life but i didn't know because that was never a conversation in our community and so the time it, it was the most impacting was in 2014 from 2014 to about like 2016 top of 2016 for a two-year period yeah i was like super depressed and i didn't know it right like and this is where you know the the not having like a certain type of community who really understand like you know because it's one thing to have like you can be in a small group but it's one thing like i don't really get what you're going through though this is what i was trying to say earlier and yeah. the other is like Man, I don't even know how to be there for, like, if you were to come with me as a friend and say, this is stuff I've gone through, like, I can empathize with you and I can try to say, but like, at the end of the day, you know that I don't know that feeling. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. got to feel so lonely. You feel isolated. Exactly. Yeah. You feel alone. And that's what I felt, right? So 2014, at the a buzzer sounds in my basketball career is done. Mm. And so not only is my basketball career done, my identity is shattered. This is who mm. I've been my whole life. So now what? I knew I wanted to do music, obviously, but like this ball has been my literally my life since I was four. I'm 22. That's 18 years of like, this yeah. is, this is who I am. And it was shattered. And so, man, I just like, I started wilding out like porn addiction. I had cheated on my wife in that time. Um, mm. Like everything, bro. Like at one of my closest, one of my closest teammates, um, he had been murdered. Like in 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 mm. summer 2015, yeah. And like all of that, and I'm just not knowing how to deal with any of it. Yeah, none of it. And so you know, I just started. You know, by the grace of God, I started doing the work. You know a little work on my own. Um, and I had some, you know, some, some, some good people around me. Um, 
like Mike Story, Big Mike. You know, a lot of people know him as uh, Stan. Mm-hmm. You know, Ramsey, who's uh, our yep. RA at Evangel. Like those are you know some of my best friends. Reggie Harris, like those are my like closest closest friends. And they they were there with me in that process, and they understood, and they they never judged. Um, you know, and so it gave me gave me space to be mad because I was really mad. Like I was really, really pissed off at God. Like I didn't yeah. understand anything. And uh, you know, I was pissed off in at like my, a why why did you let this happen kind of way, or like a why everything. Yeah. I just didn't understand. Sure. I had no understanding and I had no 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 real leadership. Like no disrespect to like, you know, my pastors at the time, but they not from where I'm from. Yeah. So they can't speak to what I'm going through. Yes. So even when me and my wife went to get like marriage counseling, y'all can't speak to what I've what we're we're trying to work through because yeah. we y'all don't come from broken homes. Yeah. You, your, your parents have been married forever. Your grandparents have been married forever. Y'all still do Christmases together. Like we come from like broken, broken home. Like I had never seen my parents kiss. Yeah. I ain't, you, you see what I'm saying? Like I saw them hold hands one time in my life. They were married for 16 years. Yeah. And you know, you, you see what I'm saying? Like my wife, same, like same story, like broken home, like, so y'all are telling us to do things and like we don't even know where to start. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so out of that, it just, you know, it kept going further and further and further. My selfish ambition grew, you know, you feeding one monster and it just keep it just keep growing. And so uh, you know, in our household, things had just got quiet. We stopped talking. Cause we didn't want to do the arguing. Like we was never like beefed out because we grew up in that. So we never like, you know, that was the only thing we were intentional about was, you know, not, we just weren't going to like do the screaming and yelling and, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so we came to, we sat at the table and was like, yo, what do we want to do? And, uh, you know, we just both came to the conclusion like, all right, let's just, you know, go our separate ways. And uh, it was more on me, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. I was such a coward, bro. I couldn't even say it. Because I knew, like, I knew, like, bro, what are you doing? But, yeah. like, my ego, my pride, my self, all this selfishness, selfish ambition. All we talked that, about bro. that. I had a, I had a buddy who uh, went through a divorce a couple of years ago on the earlier episodes in this. And he talked about, like, he goes, there's no way I'm suffering and you're thinking this is great. Like, if I'm, if I feel like this marriage isn't working, you got to also be like you know it's obvious to both people in a relationship absolutely you know and that's where i think i've i've learned a lot from that is i've been in relationships before where i go maybe like i'm feeling terrible right now but if i just hide it like there's no way she's gonna notice and i look back and i realize oh no everyone if you're in a relationship we're we're all aware (laughs) you both are like okay this is awful yeah absolutely you both had a moment where you just kind of sat and so she responds by saying all right let's like she was like, like she was like she was like I I I can't do this no more. Yeah. See, I wasn't. I was so cowardly, bro. I wasn't gonna say it. I was gonna let her say it. Mm. I would just to be real. I would have stayed in that in the mess if she didn't say nothing. Why? Because that's what we do. That's what that's what happens in our community. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my sure. grandparents ain't been together for 
50 years because they got a great marriage. They've been together for 50 years because that's what you do. You see what I'm saying? Like my parents was in a toxic marriage for X amount of years, not because of whatever, but that's just what you do. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. We were going to do the same thing, but she said something. And so I was like, all right, cool. And so she moved back to, she came back here to Arlington. Um, I stayed there for eight months or so. Yeah, because that yeah, was like 2017, 2018? 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she left June 2018. And uh, I remember, like, I remember the exact day I was, my the irony, my best friend Mike got married and I went to his wedding in Cincinnati. And when I mm-hmm. came back, she, she had left, her and Cash had left. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking in the house and I heard, you know, sometimes when you just like hear the Lord speak to you, and the Lord said, you lost your covering. Oh, ah, bro. It made, me, it made me want to tear up now. Like, and I knew what that meant. Yeah. Like, I just knew what that meant. Like, she was like who she was protecting me from a lot of things. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, bro, that started, that started my journey of like, just foolishness, running around, being wild, like all type of stuff. Um, is that yeah? That, is that what you did for 2018, 2019? Uh, absolutely. And it, it, yeah. it, it and and then you know I saw it was it's funny, bro. Because you that's still I, don't have the tools to deal with the stuff. None, bro. At this I point, none, none. Yeah. And mind you, at this time, Jaren is like because remember June 2018 is when we had the big show in the square. And remember that was yeah. the time when the square was like packed out, packed yeah. out, like yeah, you know, and. I think I remember that night being when I found out that she wasn't living there anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. She, yeah. 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 And so while my life is falling apart, simultaneously things in music wise in in the city of Springfield are going up for me. So I'm thinking like, Oh, okay. Maybe this was the right move. Right. Mm. So we do the square. We kill the square. We in the, in at the fair on one of the main stages at the fair, then we uh my what my single premieres on the on ninety two nine like and then uh, you did the Galois yeah the, we did that show at the I can't even remember the name of it but we did a show there it was like, a great show yeah yeah like all that so I'm thinking like and then at that time I started getting courted by a label so I'm like huh? <laughs> like mm. everything is going on the up and up but the Lord give it then He take it away and. 2019, when I made the decision to move back home, some just told because it was between moving to LA or moving back home. And some just said, you need to be home. And so that's when I decided to go back to Dallas, Arlington. Uh, I was about- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hate that we, we both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I get back. I get back. And same thing I was on in, in Missouri and it came to a head in 
August of 2018. I'm, I'm at my brother's yeah. house and every weekend we drink and we smoking. We part like all this. And I'm sitting there and I'm like conscious, but I'm like so like drunk and high. And then it's like, what are you doing? It was like the prodigal son moment where he in the mud mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, he's eating with the pigs and it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. And so, and so right there, I started doing the surface work. I started cleaning up the surface. Okay, I ain't going to drink. I stopped drinking. Stop going out. Stop doing those type of things, those discipline things. And I read a book called The Way of the Superior Man. And it started challenging my the way I was taught about women and what real masculinity was. Mm. Like all of those things. Yeah. And then I read a book. Then I read uh, uh, As a Man Thinking. Now it's implemented the faith aspect. All the while, like it's 2019 and I'm working this crazy job. Like I worked with, uh, you know, people with special, special needs for the longest. Yeah. And I did the same thing when I moved back. But the organization was horrible, bro. Mm-hmm. And it was like I was working Sunday, so I couldn't even, even though I like wanted to go to church, I couldn't. Yeah. And it came to a head where I was like, God, I need to quit this job. And he was like, go for it. And so I quit. Because I wanted to go to church. Just so again, you, yeah. Just so I could go to church again, bro. And so I started going again. And uh like now the spiritual work is starting to take place. Yeah. And I start studying people that I, you know, who are who operate in the world, but they're not of it. So somebody huge for me was like Jerry Lorenzo. He's the designer mm. of the CEO of Fear of God, the clothes. And I started studying him and listening to his interviews and it, it it started this work. But then I started listening to a guy by the name of Dr. Eric Thomas, okay. who is a motivational speaker. I'm sure everybody here has seen him on, on social media. He's like, sure. you know, I started listening to his podcast and he was the first black man that I had seen with a great marriage. He had money and he had an amazing relationship with God and, you know, character and integrity. And so I literally start soaking up everything and like it changed, it ch- fundamentally changed me, like hit, like all of his stuff just like changed me, you know, anointed, you know what I'm saying? Like sure. legit. Yeah. And I was lit. I'll never forget it. I was listening to, mind you, at this time, my, me and my wife are divorced now. This is February. You like made it all the way through the divorce process, like fully divorced, fully divorced. So this is February, 2020. And I'm, I'm at this time. I'm, I quit that job. I'm working with my dad now who owns a commercial cleaning company. And so we, we clean in the building and I'm listening to Dr. Eric Thomas. And he talked about how he needed to, uh, in order for his relationship to be with his wife, he had to heal some stuff with his, his mom. Mm. And so, he said that God told him, go, go fix it. Go have a conversation. And then right there, God tells me, you need to go fix your marriage. And like, I hear it in my spirit and verbally, I say, no, <laughs> I say, absolutely <laughs> not. Mm-mm. Like verbally, no. I say that like out loud, bro. No, but it was just on me. And so mm. it, it kind of opened the door for it. And we started having a conversation, you know, conversations 
the pandemic hits and so we the can split know, happens in 2018. No, no 2000, official divorce. The split happens in 2018. Official yeah. divorce 2019. This is now February 2020. This is February 2020. Pandemic hits. Oh man. And so now we can't go no. I can't just pick up cash, go drive up. Like I can't do that now. Now we got co-parenting cash still. Exactly. Yeah. So now we just now we gotta have these conversations. And so we start and she was doing her work on herself and I've been doing my work and both of our hearts were open. And so she just like, why can't we make this work again? Mm. And I was just like, I we can. Let's 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 get to work. And so we got to work, bro. And you know, that's 2020. And we spent 2020 and 2021 like really, really like working extremely hard. Like it's the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life. And it was just easy, you know? All of a sudden you guys moved back in together and things just worked just, out. Oh Sunshine God, and rainbows. Oh uh, yeah. It's been, you know, yeah. Yeah. Bro. It's I'm talking about a dog fight. Yeah. A dog fight, bro. Hard. Like the hardest thing I've ever had to do. You talk about telling everything. Like I'm pulling the the stuff you don't want to say. The stuff you thinking you're gonna take to the grave. Like yeah. all of it, bro. The hardest thing ever. Hardest thing ever. So were you guys, did you guys decide on a church? You said you started going to your church in November 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So it was actually, they, they weren't even a church yet. They were just having who, gatherings. Who was helping you walk through this stuff together? Or were you guys just like, all right, we're going to just start figuring so, this stuff out? At first, that's how it was. And then yeah. our spiritual father, um, his name is Pastor Richard Martinez. He has a church out here called Cafe uh, Iglesia. It's a Spanish church, but, you know, he speaks, you know, both languages. And his life is very similar to mine's. Mm. Like, but he's Puerto Rican. And so mm. it's a different place, but the same stuff, yeah. same type of issues. And so I had somebody who finally understood. Yeah. Like his marriage was very similar to ours. Like, and, and like, he was able to like, really like, you know, model it for me. Sure. And like show me because I don't need a bunch of conversation. That's just not I'm not that guy. You got I got we got to talk every day. We don't need to do that. Sure. Like you give me the you know, when we sit and we talk, I, I'm going to hear what I need to hear. I'm going to take what I need to take. And I'm sure. also watch. I'm yeah. going to watch. And so, man, bro, I did that. And, you know, having having him has been great. Um, And just, you know, doing the work on yourself, because at the end of the day, it come down to yourself. Like you got to want to do yeah. the work. You got to want to be better. And uh, I just wanted to be better, bro. Like I didn't want my life to be what Cash's life is. Because if I don't, if I don't handle it, mm -hmm. he just going to reciprocate. That's all that's going on. We just reciprocate behaviors mm -hmm. that we was like seeing that we saw that, that not even intentionally taught. It's just things we've seen. Things yeah. like, you know, like we can't even tell you why do we do certain things? Well, we just... Just cause I don't know, it's what everybody does, right? Yep. Nah, that's trauma. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you know, and so me and my wife were just, we've just been very intentional about trying to like just deal with our stuff. Yeah. You know, deal with our stuff. And, you know, it's still, it's still hard. Like when you talk about those aspects. But man, my wife is such a phenomenal, like, woman of God. Like, she really models Jesus, bro. Like, when you talk about it's when you talk about grace, kind like your kindness like draws, you know, us to repentance. Like, yeah, bruh, I'm talking about 
like what unconditional love is. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, like we say unconditional love, but like yeah. unconditional love is tough. It's not easy because that means like literally no matter the condition, this I'm committed it. to loving you. Yeah. Man, if she's modeled that, bro, like she's, you know what I'm saying? Like she's, she's yeah. modeled it in not just words, actions, thoughts, everything, bro. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm blessed, bro. <laughs> wow. What was she doing in that, um, that in between time? Like Working she moved, her? she just moved down to Texas and was, yeah. You know. Yeah. She started teaching. So she started like working at a school teaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was just working on herself, bro. Like, yeah. she was just li- like literally, she's at church serving, um, serving, working with youth. Yeah, like really working on herself. Um, and like all the while, mind you, for like the first, you know, 10, 12 months, she was like trying to make it work. Like she was pressing, pressing, pressing. But I was so closed off to it. That's what I was wondering. I didn't know if she just dipped down to text and was like, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. No, she no, was she was she was actively like because she she saw marriage in the right like we're married we're yeah. com- like we made a a covenant I wasn't like well, we're not just gonna, we're not just gonna walk away and be like okay that didn't work sorry yeah, that's what I was on yeah I know because yeah. that's what I was taught for sure you know what I'm saying like that's what I saw yeah and so you know she she just she didn't look at it like that and yeah. so she she kept trying kept trying kept trying kept trying and uh you know. And then when she did stop after, you know, the Lord gave, she, cause she waited on the Lord, bro. The Lord gave her permission to stop. Yeah. And then, you know, from there, you know, I, I guess around that time is when I started doing the work. And so, sure. like we were only, you know, split for like 18 months. <laughs> yeah. But it's still, it's a whole year and a half. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, it is, it's short, but it's, that's a, it's a long time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So I, that's what I was, I was, I'm glad you got to the resources or the things that kind of helped you start. Um, because my question to you then is if 2016 you, you know, in Springfield going to High Street were to look at you and go, what is step one here? Like, I feel mm-hmm. terrible. I know I'm not doing what I want to be doing. I'm not who I want to be right now. What is step one? But I'm also like, if you can speak directly to him, but also like, what does the church do to help there? Yeah, that's good. You know, when you're saying like, you didn't have anywhere to go. How, what do we, what do we do? You know? I think the first thing is like, being real with yourself. Mm-hmm. you gotta be real with yourself like you gotta be like yo man i'm i'm i am de- i'm like really depressed fully honest yep like i don't and i don't know why i'm feeling like this how powerful is cox internet so powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. 
I think that's a big thing is that I think we're in such a like an information age and in such a self-diagnosis age where admitting that you don't know why you feel something is almost embarrassing or mm-hmm. it's a sign of weakness. Yeah. Um, and then it's also like this temptation to, well, if I don't know what it is, let me just grab a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. let me read that's an good. article and go, oh, that's why. Yeah. You know, and then now I go, oh, now I know. Done. Yeah. Now I know why I know what the problem is. Done. Yeah. You know, yeah, nah. you could easily go, oh, I'm depressed because I, I had trauma growing because that stuff was that really was traumatic. That's stuff that not everyone goes through. And mm-hmm. then just go check, figure it out, and then not deal with those things. Not deal with it. Right. Because the implications of it are so deep. Like, yeah. You know, bro, like yeah, you know, you, you don't really realize like how much of your behaviors are informed by what you've been through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, or how little, many of your behaviors are just involuntarily? Like, they're yeah. just like, you just do, yeah, you just said earlier, like, you do stuff or you behave in a way or you think in a way, a thought will pop into your head and you go, where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it's so, it's so deep in you. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, that would be the first thing, bro. It's just like, you got to be real with yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, you know, you, Going back to the story of the prodigal son, like he had to be real with himself first. Yo, I messed this up. <laughs> like, this is bad. Like, yeah. this is horrible. You know, I really, I really botched this one. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, he had to be I real with himself. I want to touch on where you said, like, in that break, like things were starting to work for you for the music stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, had those things worked out, let's say that that record label was courting you and you had, like, that had, come to fruition you still would have those things undealt with i'd have destroyed myself bro mm. i'd have been one of those stories that we you know that would have been me i would you have, could have gotten everything myself. you ever wanted but without dealing with those things you would have ended up same in a similar place. spot yeah same place bro because you're just gonna repeat it like you mm. bro, you can't you can't uh like you just can't, you don't get to a new space and then like automatically learn how to deal with things different. No, you resort back to what you know. You don't, you know, what's the saying? You rise to the occasion. That's mm-hmm. not true. You resort back to your training. So whatever you've been trained or groomed to do, you're going to, you're, that's what, <laughs> bro, I can't even take credit for that. That's an Inky oh. Johnson quote. I wish I could take credit for that, but that's Inky Johnson. I'm um, saying... This whole, our whole conversations today are creating a lump in my throat, man. I just think back to like all the, like you and I are both on in careers and in things that there's so much to be desired. Mm -hmm. And when you say like, oh, I've made it, I feel like I'm still on the grassroots, Mm -hmm. right? Even though I know there's been some success, I know there's still so much more to do. Right. And I look back to 2015 and being like, man, if I had just got that, like, this is 2015, Jeremy, like, if I could just get that opportunity, then, oh, things will work out. But I look at the idiot I was in 2015, and had that guy been given the opportunities that I've got now, this would blow up. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. That's why, yeah, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. And it's, you know, what's funny is the thing, the very things that I wanted are coming back around while I'm prepared. In, in ways you hadn't expected in different ways, man, like, bro, I needed this conversation today, just so you know, 
Yeah, likewise, bro. And you know, doing UTA's homecoming was such a big deal. For one, I'm from here. Yeah. Like that's, you know, but then two, a year before, I was, you know, I was hype man for my boy who was DJing Swerve. He was like he graduated from here. I was just hype man, you know? And so a year later, I'm like an official artist on the bill. And it's packed a thousand plus people in here. Mm-hmm. And it's like my my wife asked me the day before. She was like, "Are you ready?" I was like, "Create like artistically, absolutely. Like personally, I don't know. That's not for me to know. That's a God thing. Like mm-hmm. I just my job is just to you know. I've been posting on all my posts. You see, I'm saying just do the work. Yeah. Um. And that's that's a new mentality I've really adopted when you talk about like what it really takes to be successful. And it's not it's 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 not all the ex external things we think the connection is the net like yeah that's a part of it but really it comes down successful to successful in every way of that word not just successful in like the career or the dream that we're following but for you to have a successful marriage defined as an intimate vulnerable relationship with each other you both have to continue to do the work yeah for you it. to have a successful relationship with your kids defined as uh respect honor um they look up to you and model that life and you are guiding and directing teaching coaching and then have a genuine relationship that continues for decades you have to do the work absolutely bro absolutely all the way around bro it's it's like a, it's a it's a real life like mantra like just do the work just show up every day and just do the work and everything else will take care of itself like and i'm i'm really learning that like I said, yeah. like every everything that I I I wanted and desired two years ago is coming back around now. Yeah. You know, two, three, four, five years ago. They're, they're, they're coming back around now and my mentality is different. You know, it's not out of like a a desperation for trying to feed my ego or trying to like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like because you know, you've dealt with that now. I've dealt with that. Still and dealing with it. Yeah. But yeah. you you're aware of it. You're working toward that, and you don't need this to to feed that anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Now yeah. this is it serves it something different. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't, bro. Now, if I get a platform, it's not to boost my ego or to to tell myself and others that I'm worthy of love. Now I can. It also frees that platform of the responsibility to fill that hole in you. And now that platform can be used for something different, Absolutely. such as speaking back to yourself as a as a 14 year old, and you can turn around and use that platform to inspire growth and uh, challenge. Rather than using that platform to fill what's missing in you, absolutely, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, just, just like to piggyback on that, um, we were at this award show like that in here in Dallas. We had this big like award show. It's called the Cosine Magazine Awards, mm. and my wife took notice to the fact that everybody there was like, you know, you dress. It's a gala. You, you know, it's a award show, so everybody yeah. is, you know, in their phone or whatever. And I said, you know, it's so crazy, babe. I didn't even know where my phone was the whole night mm-hmm. because my team and I, we came with a mission. We're not yeah. just here for the whatever. We're not here for to the feed the, yeah. for, which is all ego. The, the image is just all the, ego. The image. Yeah. We were there to be intentional. Like yeah. we invent, like, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, and I, you know, one of the moments where I like, look at you, there was a time where you would have been here trying to like 
for the look. Like I didn't even post a picture of it on the ground. I just yeah. only did it on my story. And that was because I just, you know, people were posting it. I didn't even post it. But when I did post something, I was like, okay, now back to work. Because like yeah. this is cool, but like don't none of this matter. I think of it the same way that I th- like I see like the finance dudes on Instagram or whatever. <laughs> like if you got to show off your success, then I don't think that's success. Hey, listen, like, Steve Jobs were the same thing every day. People will notice the work. People will notice the fruit of the work. And if you have to point out the work, then I don't think you're doing enough of that. Yeah, that's it, bro. That's it. That's it. Wow. That's it. Man. <laughs> that's I'm good. so proud of you for doing the work. I, uh, I, I love watching your family grow. Congratulations. Thank you know, you, and, um, and I love that you both know that you have to keep doing that work and that you are so mission focused on this. Um, that what I love about counseling and therapy and growth is that it's not just a, let's get through this right now is that now you've developed tools that you can teach your kids. Yeah. So when they get to that time in life, they, they don't have to learn the tools the really hard way, the way you did. Yeah. My boy Ramsey says it and he's, he's, he's in school to, to be a, uh, I I don't want to say it wrong, but like a a therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, and he says, Ramsey's great by the way. Oh, he's phenomenal. Wonderful. He, he, uh, he says, you're no longer breaking general, generational curses you're establishing generational blessings you're defining them yes and, yes and i was like man that's it right there and so you know we did the and, and also too like fixing my marriage bro it made me feel like i can do anything because it's the hardest thing in the world mm. <laughs> that was the, you know what i'm saying it's like seven percent of people get divorced and get remarried yeah seven percent well you know and the, like, the the person that you are to be able to look back and go i was a coward then like mm-hmm. i was to def, to to say that about yourself and go oh yeah that was a decision that was not who i want to be mm-hmm. um that in itself is growth yeah you know yeah um, i appreciate it bro dude, i'm just saying like it's not the work does not go unnoticed not just with the music you know yeah. the work has not gone unnoticed man and it means so much because, you know, like you said, we, bro, it's, on, it's coming up on a decade, bro, of us knowing each other. If not a decade, it's 2012, 2013. This is 2012. it, dude. Look he at was us. Our talent 2012. Bro. <laughs> it might have been like last week, dude. Wow. Yeah, man. Incredible, yeah, bro. That's Incredible. awesome, man. Absolutely. I just love you a lot, man. I'm so proud yeah, of who you same, are. bro. Um, and I, I tell all people all the time to, to stream your stuff and support what you're doing. Um, Thank you, I see you working hard on Instagram, putting in the hours. Yeah, that was I'm one trying. Thing I'm was, trying to follow your your footsteps. Well, that was one thing I was just talking to Martz about to bring him up again. Uh, was that you're a person who does not shy away from hard work? Where you go, oh yeah, there'd be a lot of work to do. But like some people go that and they go, oh, that'd be so much work to do. You know, I definitely I say it, but then I'm like the in, in the back of my head, it's like, but don't be a sucker. But like, that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got to fall in love with the work, man. Yeah. Well, in these yeah. last two minutes we've got here, what is when you say like some defining things that you're, you're focused on this next couple of years, um, you're saying just do the work is something you're, you're committing your life to. Mm-hmm. Um, what is, 
if you were to speak to someone listening to this and they're in that same spot that you were a couple of years ago where they don't know where to start, they don't know what to do, um, they're afraid of maybe going to church uh, mm-hmm. because they feel like they're, they'd be misunderstood there. Um, what are the things that you want to speak to and that you want to challenge uh, in these last few minutes here? Yeah, uh, first is God isn't intimidated by your stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's the big thing is like God isn't afraid of the things you've been through, like the things you are actively dealing with. Like he not he don't shy away from anything, you know. And so first is just take it to God. Like before you call a friend, before you try and find a mentor, therapist, like take it to God. Mm. Like take it to God first. And then be real with yourself. Like get in front of God and be real. Like, man, I'm struggling. I'm addicted. I'm this. I'm that. Help me. And from there, like, God is a gentleman, so he ain't going to force himself on nobody. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, like, the doors are open. The right people will come. God will send the right people. Obviously, you got to do your work. You got to do your part. You know, you got to show up at church. You got to, you mm-hmm. know, not because of anybody else, but you know, I just need to right. get in the presence of the Lord. Like, this yeah. is where God is. I need to be here. Like, sure. and that's what it was for me. And so that, that would be my, my thing. Like, just, just get, get with God. You know what I'm saying? Go have a real conversation. Like yeah. he's not intimidated by your stuff. Well, thank you again for listening to this episode and checking out this podcast. We're, again, we're kind of in a building phase right now where I'm going to release some of our older episodes uh, along with these new episodes that we're doing. Uh, and then we're going to do a big push for this uh, when we get into the new year. So you're kind of here before everyone else. And if that uh, will be very helpful, if you would share this and leave a review, it's super, super. I know I keep saying it. I apologize, but it is really helpful. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really, truly hope that these conversations help you grow. Uh, They are changing my life every day. um, And I really enjoy my friends. I love them a lot. And I hope you love them too. So that said, thank you so much for being here. We'll see you again next week on They Don't Bite. At Stevenson University, we take community seriously. With more than 80 student clubs, five Greek life organizations, and vibrant music, cultural, and art programs, there's always a way to be involved on campus. And after an active day, our students comfortably unwind in the number seven best-ranked college dorms in the nation. It's a great day to be a Stevenson Mustang. See why. Schedule your visit at stevenson.edu slash torsu.